Hello, you are listening to Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and this is Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. You know, I love talking with smart, resilient women. They have so very much to teach us about so many areas of our lives. How about our relationships, our business, our health and our fitness, or just our self-esteem? You know, if you want to know about practically anything, just ask another woman. She is your yellow pages. Now, if you listen to these conversations, you know I've been interviewing and having conversations with these amazing leading women since 2007. I chose 19 of the best experts to co-author a new book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life, which is available in area bookstores in the business section or Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. So if you haven't bought your copy yet or you know a woman who needs a nudge to become a leader, you need to get leading women. Now today, my amazing guest today is Leah Goldstein. Now I met Leah in Orlando at the Diversity Women's Conference a few months ago and loved her book and her story so much I asked her to be a guest. Leah was the world kickbox champion at only 17 years of age. Then she enlisted in the Israeli military and became one of the few female instructors of the elite commando division. She went on to special forces and began to compete in various running cycling contests, finally competing in ultra-endurance bicycle racing. Her memoir, No Limits, tells her determination to overcome obstacles at every stage of the race. Now she shares her story as a motivational speaker, helping others break through their own glass ceiling. And so I'm very, very pleased to welcome Leah Goldstein. So glad to talk with you again at Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Well, we've got an interesting situation this morning, Leah. How are you? Are you there? Yeah, oh, hi, hi. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yep. Okay, okay. We, um, Leah was not able to call in on the conference line, so we're going to be <laughs> recording from my cell phone to my landline, so hopefully this will work out. But uh, thanks for being with me. We'll do what we can, okay? Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. that, that <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's, a, that's okay. Your book is called Your book is called No Limits, so we're going to act like there are no limits for us either. It's a great book. I've read it. Uh, we met in Orlando. I was completely enthralled with your story, you know, your fitness, your uh, self-defense, your whole view of girls and women just really uh, – I think I felt very, very close to you as far as a kindred soul and really wanted to have this conversation. So thank you for being with me. Thank you for having me, Nancy. Well, the book is good, but, you know, one of the things I always do with conversations, Leah, is I talk about the personal story. I realize this is your testimonial about your life, but yet in your own words, I'd like for you to just describe uh, how you became the Leah Goldstein that you are today. Um, just, just, a, just, a, just a one thought is that many women look at someone like you and think, "Boy, she, it's so easy. She's so successful. Everything has come easy to her." And you, and you and I both know that things don't come to us easily, and, and actually, they're not worthwhile unless we we pave a road for those life lessons that we learn. So, how did you get to be you? Uh, well, first of all, that's a total misconception that everything did come easy to me. It didn't, actually. And that's what makes the story um, so special and can hit so many people because I've done a lot of crazy things, for sure. But my journey to get there, I think, is one of the focuses. It's not so much the end result. Because with everything I chose to do, I had major life obstacles to to overcome. 
so, and I give so many examples, right, from, you know, being a child, you know, having uh, a little bit of a learning disability with a physical disability with my legs, you know, to discrimination, in, you know, in the military and in the police force, and then right into, you know, facing a, a life-threatening crash how many times um, in my career as an athlete. So it just shows you the ch- different challenges and basically life of what people, you know, may face. Yeah. And I think people can relate because there's so many different angles to the to the book. It's not just for the athlete or just for the businessman or just for the, you know, the middle-aged woman. It's for everybody. The book is about life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, in the book itself, you do talk about one life event after another. You know, so many people cannot something major changes in their life and it just you call you talk we talk talk about freezing you talked about freezing in the book but literally people freeze they lock down and you know i guess maybe maybe that's is that different from men than it is for women or or again let's just talk about freezing because i know people sometimes just lock down when life when life punches them in the stomach they just lock down well it's exactly because to be locked down or to freeze it's safe you feel safe, like, you know, you have that instinct of fear to fight or flight, right? But unfortunately, for most of us, we don't. We, we freeze, like you say, and we let so much time pass by, right? You know, before you know it, you're in exactly the same spot you were, you know, like 10 years later. Yeah. Right? There's no progression. And I think the thing is, people are afraid, again, of failure. But part of succeeding is to experience failure. You know, it's what makes us stronger because with successful people are things, people that have gone through tough, tough times and have succeeded. Mm-hmm. You don't hear the story of how they got there. You only hear the end result, right? right? Yeah. So for 99% of people who have gone through on all these crazy things, they've gone through how many times of being knocked down, right? But again, it's, thing, it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's the ability of how many times you can get yourself back up, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. that's the whole thing. It's just, you just got to take that first step, those small baby steps, right? Yeah. And eventually those steps get, get bigger and bigger. But you have to take that first step and, and break out of that fear. Because when people say that I'm fearless, I'm not fearless. You bet I'm afraid, right? Yeah. But I do it anyway, right? Yeah. Because the thing, again, is with regret later on, the, later down in the road when you're, you know, you know, 70, 80, whatever, 90, Saying, I wish. You never want to say those words. I wish yeah. later in life, because you will be, will be big time regret. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think um, I don't think you're going to have any regrets based on knowing you and based on the way you do live. Well, you know, I mean, I've been working with women forever. You know, this has been my passion to empower women and to to really help them to live their very best lives. And of course, what what I find is that. Women can sometimes be their own worst enemies. And that, you know, again, because stereotypical thinking or the way the media portrays us that we must be beautiful, we must be thin, we must be, you know, smart, we must be all these things if we want to be loved. But then, of course, we're given impossible uh, pictures in the media and things that we're supposed to compare ourselves. But your book is about empowerment. It really is. It's about empowering people to truly take hold of, of their lives and live their very best lives. What are some of the things that you in, in specifically say to women, though, that say, hey, yeah, it's so easy for you, but you can say that book, but it's different for me? 
Well, I think the first thing is, um, it's kind of like conditioning too, right? You know, that we are supposed to worry about our looks more than men, right? You know, right. Um, and all that vanity stuff, right? But what about the inside and really being independent, right, as, as a young woman? Like a lot of the time we neglect the career aspect of our life and want to get married and have that white picket fence and have the perfect husband and all that stuff, right? right. But I think that needs to shift into being able to always support yourself, knowing that you'll always be okay if you are ever by yourself. And that's some of the things that I see right now, even working with the clients that I do that are going through a tough time. They're so afraid to be alone yeah. because they have no backing. They almost sacrifice their life, right? I say not to, but you have to worry about yourself and know and have some backing that you will always be okay financially and mentally, right? right. But being okay by yourself is going to be okay. You'll survive. Yeah. So that's where the transition has to be made at a younger age. Sure. Well, you know, not only are women their own worst enemies, but they're not very good at, at asking for help. And, you know, the old saying is, or the saying that I use more and more, is no one gets anywhere by themselves. You talk a lot about the different people in your lives. You know, you're, uh, you talk about your support systems in your, in your book, and I think that's something that women need to become more familiar with or comfortable with in their own lives is that, Having a good support system, your your parents, you, you talk a lot about how your parents supported you. You talk about how friends supported you. But you, you wouldn't be who you are today without the support that you, that you received all along the way, especially during the times when you were recovering from injuries. I mean, again, talk a little bit about that support because I think that's really important for women to hear. Well, for sure, we are we are afraid to ask for support. But another issue is, is that it's our where where we surround ourselves, right? Like a lot of people, they're looking for the support, but they're not getting it because where they're positioned. If that makes any sense, right? Sure. You know, I think if you want to step out of that kind of rut that you're in, and you're not getting that support where you are, you got to step out of it and surround yourself around people that you want to be around or be like. Right? right, you know what I mean. Right, and I think that's a major issue too. Is kind of the said maybe the group of friends that you have, right? You know, maybe seek out a positive um, environment that that will help support you to move forward. Because I get that a lot too, Nancy, with women who are in a situation where they get no support. They don't. They're not getting the support they need. But right. it's just a matter of hitting those people, going that maybe veering in a different direction. Things that you're seeing, or that, that people that are, have the same interests as you, right, yeah. you know, yeah. depending on what you want to do. So I think it's really important to, luckily for me, I was surrounded around very, very positive people. And people have, that were always cheering me on and had never said that I wouldn't be able to do things. And that's when we talk about particularly my parents. And my mother, didn't matter for sure, because she is my, my best friend and my biggest boss, right, yeah. you know. And I was very fortunate and lucky to have such a supportive mother. But also, that's the that the directions that I that I went towards and whatever I wanted to do, I had those people that were surrounding around me, always pushing me forward. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So I think too, it's kind of teaching where you're at right now. Yeah. So do you like what you hear? Are you hearing things that are pushing you forward, opposed to hearing things that are moving you back, yeah. pushing you back? Yeah. So that's a responsibility, and also, you know, something that we have to take upon ourselves to be surrounded around with people. And they're out there. Yeah. You have to go and. 
Yeah, it doesn't take a lot, but uh, again, I, I love it when your mom said, you know, you could do anything. And I, not everybody are not everybody is born into a family where there's a parent that says that to them. It sure is an advantage, but it just takes one person to believe in you, and, and of course, the most impor- important person is yourself. And that 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 sometimes has to be learned because we we learn so much of of who we are from the people we surround ourselves. And, and, and I totally agree with what you're saying is we become the people we spend time with. And I think yes. women especially need to understand that if you don't like who you are and you don't like how things are going in your life, take a look at who you're surrounding yourself with because when you're ready, the right people will show up on your path and, and they'll be there waiting to help you. And, and I think that's something particularly that women need to understand I like in the book when you talk about you know uh, we have to we have to deal with our own glass feelings, and that's something of course you know in the United States uh, we continue to have to deal with as far as women's leadership. I think we talked a little bit about this when we talked in in Orlando. Of course, we were we were surrounded by an amazing group of women <laughs> who basically right. understood leadership and understood that. The only way that women are going to get ahead is to have the seat, have is to have a seat at the table of the decision makers, and being a decision maker is the only way you're going to make the world change for the good. But talk just a little bit about how sometimes we let our own glass feelings stop us from moving forward. I think that we we tend to doubt ourselves. Right, you know, um, like it was a good example with one of the speakers saying, you know, when, when a man is reading something, like he says it with, he says it with conviction that this is what's going to happen, right? But I think a lot of women, like they have doubt because they're almost born into this world thinking that, you know, we're second class to men, right? We can't think we're not as strong as men. We have, you know, look at the, the positions that men hold that women don't, right? Yeah. We almost have to be bigger and stronger and be prepared to be more quick stuff. Yeah. Every move we make, they're going to watch us like a hawk, yeah. right? Because, you know, if you're going into a men's, you're trying to break in into a men's world, man, you are on 24-7, right? What you're wearing, what you're looking, what you're doing. With men, they don't have that same kind of um, stress that we do. Yeah. So everything we do is scrutinized, which puts added pressure. We have to be prepared for that because we're women and we are strong and able to take that, right? Yeah. But I think the stigma is just there, Nancy. Whether we like it or not, we're always going to be scrutinized more than men in the, in the man's world, right? We have to prove above and beyond that we are capable. Yeah. Not just average. We have to be above average. And that's what puts the extra pressure on and almost for women to just stay, step back and stay in this little cubbyhole. Yeah. opposed to facing this army by themselves. Yeah. But once you get out there, you'll see that your army will start to build. That happened to me when I was in, you know, in the in the academy going into this intelligence force, right? I was the only woman. I was the only woman in there, and I was watched 24 10 times more than any other man in there. But when I started to prove myself and what I was really made out of, my army started getting bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just yeah. with my presence and me showing that I'm not going to back down. Yeah. And I don't care how much you try and break me. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So that's where the pressure is, that we are faced with more, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Well, one of the premises that I think uh, we talked about a little bit too is that not only are women sometimes own worst enemies, but women don't always support one another. And this has really been a real big issue for me, and I think that's really why women empowerment became even more important, is that women also for us to continue to evolve and, and to continue to build our, our leadership skills, we truly have to support one another. Uh, I loved what I was listening to one of the women of color at the diversity conference. She says, you might as well get used to it. She says, you're going to have to have twice the education, you're going to have to work twice as hard, and you're probably going to get half as much as someone else. But it's that understanding that this population had, which I was totally enthralled with that. I mean, there wasn't any whining. There wasn't any question. It was like, okay, this is the way it is. This is what's going to have to happen. I think, I think part of it also is that what I saw there and what I think needs to happen, and I hope, and I know this is your book's going to help that as well, is that women really, many of us have not gotten as far as we've gotten in our careers or even in our life past without standing on the shoulders of another woman. So I truly believe that until you know we support each other and we continue to do so, we will continue to to be behind. We have to support each other, and and I think that's something that you you understand and that that you're doing over and over again when you go out and speak. Because I know you, you spend quite a bit of time speaking to young girls as well, Girls Girls Inc., which is an amazing organization. Can you talk just a little bit about that? Because you are spending a lot of time talking to younger girls and, and, and younger women too. Well, I think yeah, that, that to me is my passion. Youth, for sure. I've been with an um, organization there for six years, called Community Futures Youth Employment Program, to help them kind of face the reality of what, um, what's out there. And I think it has to be kind of stupid. I understand no bullshit approaches to what is out there and what you'll be faced, right? Yeah. And, to, and be prepared for the worst, right? Because right? unfortunately, things aren't going to come that easy to you. Yeah. You know? As a woman, that's what we have to be prepared. It's not saying that it's, you know, but I think it's a matter of going in there mentally strong, right? So when you expect the worst, you know, it's not going to be that bad if it does happen, right? But the reality is everything you do has to be above and beyond, you know, let's say a man competing in the same field that you are, yeah. right? And you do have to be stronger, and you do have to be better, and you do have to be smarter, and you do have to work twice as much, and you do have to prove yourself more, right? But it's not to say that you can't do it. Yeah. But imagine the empowerment and the feeling of success, right, um, and motivation and everything you get from achieving something like that, right? And more women are willing to take that challenge, yeah. you know. And we do have more backing, more so even than when I was in my 20s, like right now, is the movement is getting stronger because more women are willing to take that fight on, yeah. right, which is a huge inspiration. But I think we just have to keep those women who have gone through those hardships is getting out there and telling those stories, motivating the younger generation, hey, this is what I went through, but look at me now. Right. Right. Well, I, so I think that's a huge motivator is pushing sure. those young women saying, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree with you, yes and no, uh, to a point, because again, 96%, well, at least in the United States, 96%. Of, of the producers of film and media in, in our country are men. And so we've got about 4% that are, are of, of women, which are, again, are all about empowering women. So we, we continue to have to, to give the message to girls and to women is that we're not through. 
And I think that sometimes what's what's a little frustrating for me and other women who have been doing this a lot longer than a lot of women is that we we hear that women say, well, everything's fine. What are you you know What are you worried about? You know what things are things are cool. You know we're we're done. Our mothers burned their bra off and took care of that, and our our grandmothers, you know, they got the got the the vote, and so we don't need uh, to to work any harder. So. So I guess there's that that continuation of, you know, they say a nine-year-old girl has all the self-esteem, all the the most positive body image and self-worth as she could possibly have, but by the age of 13, after she's been inundated with the media, she's seen the marketplace, she's been pushed and prodded to to look and act like something that she's never going to look like, that that self-esteem and that self-body image, that whole view of herself has changed. I think, you know, yes, I think we're on the right track, but yes, I think there's still work to do. And, and you're right, I think we need to tell them that there is a lot more hard work to do, but we've got to keep keep supporting each other. We've got to keep getting the message out there that we stand together and we do it together and we get a lot further and we make progress. So I, I think that's something we just both of us just need to keep saying and talking about. So you're out there and you're listening to people, you're working with women. So what is it you think women need to learn and know at this point? I, again, I'm going to go back to the independence, Nancy. Like, it's really, you know, when you're going through, especially through high school and coming into college or, you know, becoming an adult, is that independence, right? Yeah. And really going after something yeah. that, um, Prince, that supports yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. Prince, Prince Charming's not coming. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Prince Charming's not coming. You know, you got to kiss. Yeah, well, he might, but he can wait. Prince Charming's not going to go anywhere. Yes. It has to happen when you're 20. Yeah. It happen when you're 30. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and just because he doesn't turn out to be Prince Charming doesn't mean you have to stick around with him too. Because sometimes you you, you got to kiss a lot of frogs sometimes to to find the right one. So I, I, I exactly. I absolutely. Exactly. I, I don't need you know. I mean that should be completely second. And I think I, I mean I'm hearing I work a lot with youth now, and I should, changing a lot though again from when I was 20 to now as women are more going after their careers and trying to discover who they are and what their purpose is and their direction so I mean small small increments for sure but I think it's going towards the right direction yeah. having that strong message right so we're on the right path but I think you're right it's just keeping that momentum and yeah. not stopping yeah right. Not only independence, but again, knowing that money's okay and having their own money and taking care of themselves. I think that's something uh, I personally had to learn along the way uh, is that not letting someone else take care of me or take care of my finances, but to know to know really what they were and to to really be able to to be knowledgeable. And I think that's it. We 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 can't expect someone else to take care of us because I think when we when when we put ourselves as women in harm's way of someone else saving us or taking care of us, there's also a good chance that they're not going to do that. They're going they're actually going to do the reverse, which is take not take care of us at all. Um, you know, I, I like I was reading some of the other things that I thought were really important, but uh, celebrating is something that women don't do either. We don't celebrate our accomplishments. And I think that's something that you talk about in the book is that 
you know, you're, you work very, very hard for everything you accomplished. Nothing just came to you. Of course, yeah, genetically your DNA is amazing. Your ability to heal is amazing. Your physicality is amazing. But, again, as you said, you started out with challenges. But the thing is is that you, you continue to, to celebrate your accomplishments, and I think that's something women don't do also. And, and, I, and I'll be honest, I'm, I'm kind of that way. I'll you know, get an award or something great will happen. I'll, I'll take it from them, hand it to me, and go, thank you very much, and then I'm off and running. But you talk about that celebration of, of the starting line, but the starting line is, is that every day the celebration of who and what we are is so very important. Can you speak to that just a little bit? Because I think that's so important, especially for women. I think, Jay, I think we don't, we, we forget to take recognition of what we've done, right? Because everybody deserves that pat on the shoulder or whatever. Um, and I think that we need to do it more for ourselves and really think back of what you've gone through um, and some of those challenges um, that, you know, that we tend to forget about. Oh, yeah, I have to go through that. Oh, yeah, I have to go through that, right? Yeah. And we feel like we can't almost take a breath. So, okay, you have to keep the momentum strong, strong, strong. But you do. There is a point where you have to just step back you know, take that recognition, build that ego up a bit, and move forward. And I think we're almost afraid to do that, yeah. you know, saying that we don't, we don't have time for that. We have to keep this going, keep this going. And I think to a lot of women, they don't appreciate what they've done, or they feel that it's not good enough, or that could always be better, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? And I think, too, that's where the issue is. I think because of the pressure that we feel, for sure. But I get, I would take, you know, step back, realize what I've done, how strong I really am, and it was saving a bit of momentum to, to move even faster, mm-hmm. right? Right. And thanks to sometimes, if you're not getting a pat on the back from somebody else, you give it to yourself. Yeah. Hopefully you're out celebrating uh, this book and enjoying it. What are some of the things that women say to you after they've read their book and that have in some ways imparted a life lesson or imparted something they didn't know that, that's so important to them now? The biggest thing that I get, and it's kind of on constantly, is women saying that it's unfrozen them. You know, we talked about that fear of um, fight or flight. Yeah. And it's given them the push to move forward and really look at their own lives. Right. You know, and see, where am I right now? Where do I want to be? And how am I going to get there? And I am going to get there. Yeah. That's the biggest response that I do get from women, right, is that motivation to... Forward. Yeah, I, 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 I like that stuck thing is to unstuck. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not settling, not not settling, and not giving in. Well, one of the things that I talk about, and I think it's and it's funny because one of the one of the things I said, not only do women need to ask for help, but they also need to ask for what they want. And I think yeah. th- this is something that why women need permission is kind of funny. But I guess the book, in in some respects, and of course empowerment, that's what it is: is giving yourself permission to live the life you deserve to live. And I think that's part of it is giving women need to give themselves permission to do just that. Why shouldn't I have a great life? Why shouldn't I have a great relationship? Why shouldn't I have money? Why shouldn't I be able to do all the things I want to do in my life? And I think that's where your book is so valuable and talking about women empowerment and girl empowerment is so so very, very important and that they learn it earlier and earlier in life that it's not about bragging. It's not about being brash. It's it's about telling people who you are and telling your story. And I think one of the things that you're doing so extremely well is telling a story that many of us can learn and, and learn life lessons from. So I want to congratulate you on that book, for, on your book and what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
So any, any last tips uh, that you'd like to offer to us that we can go away with? And, 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 again, and, of course, I think the most important thing you do talk about is being healthy, living healthy. But what are some of those tips that you might share with us that we might just use today? Well, I think that the biggest thing is going to be for the older crowd is not using age um, as an excuse, right? Right. And just because you are, you know, let's say 70 or 80 or whatever, and you and you thought of going back to school, then do it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Don't stop. Don't settle where you're at, no matter how old you are. The, the thing is with me is the age issue, right? You know? I, I love you that. You should always be setting goals. Yeah. Oh, you know when you stop setting goals, Nancy's when you're six feet under. Then you can stop setting goals. Right? Yeah, yeah. And until we're on this earth, we keep doing new things. Discover things about yourself. Step out of your box. At 80, at 20, at 100, right? <laughs> keep that momentum. Keep moving. I, I, I love that. I love that. Unless you're six feet under. that's. <laughs> I think that, that is fantastic. Well, Leah, where can they find the book and have you come and speak and, and learn more about what you're, what you're doing? Because, again, you're doing some fantastic work. Where can they learn more? Thank you. Why don't you go on to my website? It's simply www.leahgoldstein.com, um, and it has all the information on my, on my company and you know, on ordering the book um, or and on Amazon as well. So there's um, two options to, to get the book. And, yeah, we do, I do speak and I do clinics and seminars. Um, so they can find all that on my website. And, and the website is, again, give that to us. It's www.leahgoldstein.com. Okay. We, we accomplished our goals. We said there were no limits for us this morning. We made this happen. And, and uh, I personally want to thank you for taking the time and, and your good work and, and helping women and girls to live their very best lives. So age is nothing. We just keep going and we keep doing great, amazing things. So thank you very much for your time and, I, and best luck and best wishes in all things. Thanks for being great. with me. Thank you so much, Nancy. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.